When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Family, family, family. And the thing is, when it comes to family, it doesn't mean your blood-related relative. Who do you call and go, hey, man, I got a serious situation with my daughter. Um, XYZ is going on and uh, my wife. Who do you call? That is family. Jim Brewer. 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 Mike, how you doing? Good, um, man. How you doing? Good. Anyone watching this? I am not getting paid for this on my life. Not one cent. Uh, but once again, I find myself needing fruit of the earth, aloe vera gel. Because uh, dumb Jimmy <laughs> went on the beach yesterday <laughs> because he was tired of everyone Dude, I'm exhausted. I'm 56. I can't be. I mean, Christmas, Christmas Eve, and people over the house, and this one's visit. I love it. I'm wiped out. I'm wiped out. That's it. Yeah. So yesterday, I'm like, I'm gonna go on Naples Beach, and someone said, if you go this one section, there's like, it's not tourist and no. So I find this tiny little section. The only bummer is no bathrooms. So I. Mm. Yeah, I had to go like between a mansion and a, a house they're building. <laughs> like no one's in that mansion. No one, no one living in Naples is here. Like they're not in these crazy mansions. They come here for two days, three days, and they're out of here. Then they're off to Paris, wherever they go. Um, so I got myself a little seat and I sat down on the beach and my chest is on fire. Oh my! My chest is on fire! Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna join the lobster festival. So, oh my god! Here we go. <laughs> That's what I'm shoving all over my body. I am not getting paid. They do not sponsor me. Um, did I have the guy on the pass? Yes. Did we do something in the past? Yes. But this is. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not hurting though, so that's good. That's good. Wow. How was your New Year's? It was good, man. It was really good. I didn't think uh, I would see a, a, what is it, a Waffle House at 3 a.m., but uh, I did, and that was interesting. You did that. (laughs) 
you yeah, were, I mean, you I, went, didn't, I didn't mean to. Yeah, we uh, uh, my girlfriend's daughter, she needed a ride home. So two o'clock in the morning, we get a call to go pick her up. We go. She's at a Waffle House with her friends. And, you know, of course, we get there. The place is mobbed. There's prostitutes everywhere. There's cops. The lights are going. Oh, yeah, it was it was fun at the Waffle House at 3 a.m. <laughs> what 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 what's <laughs> what what uh sort of my what city is that is this jacksonville that was yeah jack's beach yeah wow jack's yeah. beach crushing it at three in the morning at waffle house oh yeah we didn't get home until 4 a.m good god yeah. i haven't done that maybe since 97 dude i was already in bed we were we were we were done we were sleeping I think the last time I was up that late, seriously, had it been like the SNL years after party. Oh wow! We're like, let's go, let's go downtown. See if any, <laughs> see if any's open on Mulberry Street. Who wants Big City? Let's do Big City or pizza. Let's do pizza. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know that reminds me of a story. Um, real quick. We were just talking about where my daughter, my youngest one, I'm just talking about three in the morning and I'll banana it up. So uh, I'm coming back from uh, a Paramount gig, come back from Long Island. At the time, I'm living in New Jersey. And this is like when you think you're a parent and you think you're done at a certain age or better yet, you know, when you just plan things and you just want to. You just want to live this moment that you visualize in your head. It's going to be the, you had a long work week or, or a long month or two, whatever it is. And you go, okay, when I get home, I'm going to do this. So I'm playing two hours away. I was living in Chester, New Jersey. I'm playing the Paramount when I was doing once a month there. So I go there in Huntington, which by the way, there will be March 9th with Rich Aronovich and Joseph. Go to chimbura.com. Um, so I go all the way out there, do the show. It's amazing. Blah, blah, blah. I drive all the way back. Now, my wife is babysitting my great nieces. Uh, they're probably at the time, one of them in diapers, maybe, maybe both in diapers. Okay. So she's not far. She's only about a mile and a half away, but she's watching my great nieces that night. Uh, it's my niece's kids. My oldest daughter. Oh, and the other two are away in college. So this is this is huge. My youngest one is sleeping at a at a friend's house. So I got youngest one sleeping at a friend's house. Two kids at college. My wife is out of the house, and. Um, She's with the two great nieces. I start going, when I get home at 1.30 a.m., I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my jammies on. I'm going to go on my back deck. I had this back deck. It, it faced the woods. It was beautiful. It was, I loved that back deck. You'd hear the breeze come through. It was, it was so peaceful. It was so amazing. It reminded me of being a child. I would just sit and I'd look at the sky, at the like shadow line of the trees and go, that looks like a monkey. And you know, that looks like, it was just, it was so peaceful and beautiful. So I was going to go on the back deck, maybe two in the morning, right before I go to bed. And maybe, uh, relax for a little bit 
And I had just, just relax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's la- I hear him laughing. Is it? She knows. She knows what I'm talking about. Um, and at this time, like my wife's highly against anything. Just, just I'm by myself. This is the. This may be one of the greatest nights of 2018. Whenever it happened, 2017, whatever. I'm just about to walk on on the back deck, and I get a phone call. And it's from my wife. And I go, this is not a good phone call because she's with two babies. And if she's calling me at 2 a.m., she should have been long. But one of these kids is going to the hospital. This is, this is not a good phone call at almost 2 a.m. This is frightening. So I pick up the phone. It's my wife. He goes, everything all right with the kids? Yeah, no, everything's great. Um, are you home? Okay, um, you got to go pick up our youngest. What? We, she's 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 total. She's a car wreck. She's a she's out of her mind. What? And she can't sleep over, and she's getting sick. I'm like, all right. So I'm picking up. I'm picking up a, a kid first time. You know, having a couple. All right, got you. Where is it? I go to the house. It's about three miles away. I go to the house. The mom is so, oh, I am so sorry. I had no clue. I was, I, I had, I had movies on for them and I went upstairs and I, was, and I came back and they said, Dory doesn't feel good. I go, Dad, it was horrible. It was horrible. I'm so sorry. I said, Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Not your fault. These kids are masterminds. They watch you like a hawk. Okay, my mom, as you know, my mom's not going to have a clothes. So it's just open up. So I go in there and there's my daughter, you know, in a toilet. And she's like, I have to admit she was funny. She goes, Hey dad, I know I'm grounded forever. And I tried not to laugh. So anyway, the night then turns into, uh, you know, we're driving home. It's 30 below. She starts confessing to a billion things. Uh, and the funniest part about it was that she's going, she's like, I'm gonna, I know I gotta do all the chores and I vacuum every day. I'm, gonna, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. And the funniest part, she goes, whatever you do, please, please, please don't tell mom. And I said, who do you think called dummy? Oh no, I'm in bad trouble. Yeah. But there was my whole night taking care of this banana. And this happened to me multiple, multiple, multiple times. So there you go, Mike. I totally, <laughs> I totally feel your Waffle House 3 a.m. story as you're picking up your girlfriend's story. I am so happy to have found you, Jim. My sister sent me your stuff tonight on the red balloon. OMG, Happy New Year. Thank you so much for making us laugh and making us feel like we're not alone in all this crazy chaos. We love you, Jim Brewer. Keep doing what you're doing. Happy New Year and God bless.
Jimbo. What's she doing? Hey, you didn't uh, flood out there in San Diego, right? Like, I know you're not San Diego, but I saw oh, like, no, dude. okay. Dude, the waves, so massive. All up and down the West Coast. Santa Cruz got nailed, you know, where I grew up. Like, Capitola just flooded. Um, but, I mean, here in Oceanside, San Diego, just, dude, bombs coming in. People charging, just I mean, 15 foot waves, 20 foot waves, just, it was insane to watch. I've, I mean, I've never seen surf like that in my entire life. What, what, what caused all that? I don't, um, I, I wasn't watching there's or nothing. A thing called an El Nino. That, yeah, you know it. El Nino. El Nino. They <laughs> come from this direction. Exactly. So, Everybody so, have a fun eh? Long ways with El Nino. All right. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But uh, it's just, um, it happens uh, every, you know, I think the last one was maybe 10 years ago, but the waves the, 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 and the direction of the swell, for some reason, um, it hit Santa Cruz, you know, really, and Mavericks, you know, and I'm sure you've read about that. That's like one of the, that's like, that's, that's the big wave. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. I remember. Yeah, it's massive. And, but the thing that was crazy, though was going down to the beach with everyone and just watching people get annihilated because you know there's a lot there's a you know like dude there's no way I'm messing with it but you would see these dudes you talking about surfers you talking about surfers or just like a meatball surfers. going like oh look at the surf no. and then it comes cuz no, I throw I'm those talking, videos I'm talking people that I mean when a swell like this comes through people want to have a part of it they you know cuz it's already being talked about as Dude, the 2023 December 28th and 29th swell, you know, like people are talking about it's all, you know, obviously it's all over YouTube and everything. You can sure. watch these videos, but dude, just seeing people surf that size of wave and the yeah. energy in the water. I mean, you can, you're standing on shore, but yeah. you can just see how much energy is in the water. And, and it was, it was a phenomenal watch to watch these people surf it. Man. Well, cool, man. I'm glad you're safe and all that. And I'm glad yeah. it's uh, it's some good surfing in. Um, yeah. How was your New Year's? Dude, it was good. It was good. Just right. mellow. I had a show. I had a show, and then uh, and then I just I crashed out, and then that was it. Right. You know, New Year's New Year's in your fifties. It's amateurs for everybody else, dude. New Year's Eve amateur hour. I don't want any part of it. No, I don't either. I don't either. It's so corny uh, to me. Yeah, dude. What about? I gotta say, like. Not to change the subject, but dude, how stoked are you on Country Boy Will Survive right now? I just looked at it over a million views right now. How sick is that? It's it's yeah, it's good. It's good. We're not we're not gonna be stoked on that? Nope. We can't dude. I mean No, I don't you, you gotta stay like I don't listen, uh, do I am I glad people watch it? Yes, but there is I'm already I'm already a couple miles ahead. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't. Yeah, I don't but can you ever get excited? Like you never, dude. It's like okay, excited. Okay, we're not gonna be like. Doesn't that just stoke you? Don't you see that? And you're just like, no way. Like, don't you? Is, is being excited lame? I, like, what's up? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I never see you get excited. Like, I'll I'll be in front of the venue, you guys, and um, I'll have to go out there to do something. You know, oh, I gotta go run out to the van. And I'll, I'll be like, dude, there's a line around the block, bro. And Jim's like, ah, oh, cool. Hey, so did you get the thing out of the... <laughs> you don't even... It's, it, it, it's not that you don't care. Because I don't want people no, to think you don't no, care. No, 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 no. 
Jim Brewer is a piece of work. He doesn't care about anything. Oh, no, no, no. But it doesn't, nothing phases you. Like, it's like, I never see, I think the only time I see you get excited is if, like, they, like, brought pizza backstage. Like, dude, we got this. <laughs> then you get excited. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you no, know, listen, and, and please don't that, don't let that ever bum you out, Joe. It's, um, it's just, dude, I've been, it's like, uh, am I, am I happy that people are watching it and they're having great reaction to it? A thousand percent, thousand percent. Um, but my, I, I don't, I don't go crazy because at the end of the day, it's like, well, okay, what, what? Yeah, it's like my last at bat. Here is here is a good analogy. Um, in in nineteen ninety eight, I did a sketch with Joe Pesci and De Niro. The next day, it's, I'm nobody. I'm nobody. Got it. You know what I mean? I'm no. still taking one day. Wait, let me say. Uh, one night, I'm singing with Billy Joel. This this wraps it up. This this wraps it up even better. I'm at Madison Square Garden. I'm singing "Shook Me All Night Long." Twenty thousand people. Billy Joel, bring down the house down. Seven hours later, my wife is telling me to take out the garbage because the truck is on there, and I forgot because I was on, and and the kids are me are like, Dad, come on, we're gonna be late for school. It's just at the end of the day, they're awesome accomplishments and it makes me feel great that that many people but i don't go this is gonna lead to my 10 movie picture deal and this is gonna lead to the brand new it just leads to all right we got to keep we got to keep rowing i just got to keep okay. rowing i want to outdo I, that one now all right let me interrupt let me interrupt okay i i hear what you're saying i hear what you're saying because ever since i started working with you you know, you, you, I would get excited about things because I would be like, oh, this is. And I like that excitement. I like that excitement. Don't ever let it poo poo you. Don't ever let my non exciting energy ruin you because that, that's one of the things I love about you, Joe. Don't okay. ever. I, I, right. Okay. Let me share something with you, though. Okay. Cause, you know, because the one thing I will say that you have, like, not that you've never, you've never, like, made me feel lame for being excited because I do get, I get, dude, I get excited if, if we get coffee. Oh, wow. We're getting. <laughs> oh, I love it. Like, you know, he does. I, I make, a, a, gratitude, I make a gratitude yeah. list every morning, and sometimes I put on there coffee. I'll put on, you know, oh, I was stoked because I went for a run or whatever. But my point being is, the only thing I'll say is this: two things, really quick. Yeah. The reason that this excites me with the country boy will survive, and even uh, you know, everyone, you know, someone had to say it is because is because like I feel that it's so independent and that's the world i come from the diy do it yourself punk rock everyone you know what i'm saying it's like yes i love that you know you were you know because i was there on the sideline you know you no, sorry jim we can't put your special out okay and i remember i was more bummed than you you were like all right we'll figure it out you were cool to the dude we, we talked about that you know the guy apologized whatever you, you walked away and then all of a sudden it was like you know what um you were like hey I'm going to do it myself. And I remember we talked about it because, you know, my whole background has been do it yourself. No one wants to put my band out. I'll put it out myself. No one wants to sign Plog and Molly. We'll sign Plog. You know, like, yeah. so for me, I guess for me watching it this weekend, getting the text from, you know, Mike 
that we went over a million. Or yeah, Mike. We could, thank million. you, Mike. Mike got Mike sent a text to all of us, and I I yeah. was I was in the middle of raging, whatever I was doing, uh, pizza, whatever yeah. it was. But I was super excited that you I I will admit I was did make me happy that you guys were all engaged and excited that I really I enjoyed it because that. It's like a little, it's like a mini record company, dude. And it's like, you're the artist on the label. Everyone's, you know, busting their ass every, and dude, all day long, you're going up against battles in this world of why this won't work. No one's going to listen. This isn't good. You know, we went, you know, you had that moment with the material where you were like, you know, Evan was like, Jim, it's it's go time. This bit this is gonna work, man. I, I really think you need to get this out now. That's true. You kind of you know you were watching it so much that you weren't you were you stopped. You know when you watch something so much that you stop thinking it's funny because yes. you're like, is it funny? You know, yeah, like you yeah, were at yeah. that point a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. then everyone, Evan talked talked you off of that, yep. and we you know you pulled the trigger. And I keep saying we because you know no, you're all Paul. You guys are all extremely yeah. helpful. We all get together once yeah. a week and we talk about all this. I love it, but the thing that that was the thing that I was like, man, this is this is such a victory in the sense of just putting material out, connecting with people on such a large level. And the only thing I'll say is this: I do get excited a lot, and and I and my thing is is I I always go if it, I don't do it as much as I used to, but if this happens, then that's happened, and then this, and then we're on the jet, and then we're on the, uh, you know, I, I go like, yeah, <laughs> I don't do it as much, right. I don't do it as much because you, you, know, you, you <laughs> and then we're on the jet. Yeah, I know. I still, I once in a very blue moon, I'll think about that, but I won't. I won't go. I need to. It's funny. I saw it because I live in Naples. Private jets nonstop, and it, for a half a second, I went, "Yeah, maybe one day." But eh, whatever. I kind of enjoy it when someone brings me on once in a very blue moon. Like, yeah, you just live the moment, and I'm out of it. So go ahead. I'm sorry. All I want to say is this, though. Just hear me on this. As much as I've, you know, pulled. Sometimes I pull back a little bit. Like, okay, everything is cool. The only thing I was going to say was this. I think sometimes, Brewer, you need to at least have the moment of a victory lap. And I think all I'm saying is this. You don't need to go victory lap and, and you know, think you're going on private jets. All I'm saying is when you, I think sometimes let yourself ex – I think you're a little like – you don't want to experience the like – like you said. You know, you were do the Pesci thing. You do the Nero thing. You do the thing with Billy Joe, and the next day you're taking the trash out. I get it. But sometimes I think you can at least – give yourself a little pat on the back and go, dude, you know, we, you made this, the kid filmed it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, okay, this guy, this guy, the guy, everyone, I, I mean, the guy that filmed it is this kid. I know. And he just did it yep. on his own. Yeah. No, I get it, and man. He, I get it. I get it. I get it. You know, Thank he you. was baking bread and doing <laughs> life guarding. And then you were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I don't know. Yes, I don't think people know that. This the kid that filmed it. It's one dude. It's you're right, one guy. You're right. Yeah, I you're mean right. that's punk rock, dude. No, you're right, man. You're right. Well, listen, it makes me feel good, and maybe, maybe you know what it's starting. Listen, this is where I'm not good either. I was thinking about this on um the other day, where you know how you know how um whatever we'll say office party um and once in a while they'll have a a party or a getaway there was part of me this week because i try to detach my emotions and everything and i'm starting to 
I'm starting to go, I don't know. Is that a healthy thing? Is that a good thing? Where I guess what I'm saying is this is the first time after I got that text from all you guys. Where I'm like, man, we should have a, we should have like a getaway where it's just us. Or like Dude, Mike said that Mike said that yes that was that was Mike's idea. He it's a like, vacation where I just book the rooms and whatever, and you we don't have to hang out. We do like a dinner, or whatever. Everyone gets to do their own thing. I'll have excursions or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's how I felt. That's how I felt uh, after this weekend when I get the text. So it's there. I think I need you as the cheerleader, and then I'll pull the trigger. Yeah, I think I think all I think is this, man. Sometimes I think, Jim, rad stuff happens to you and you downplay it because you, you're like, oh, you know, I don't want to I don't want to go. I don't want to I don't want to be like full of myself. And hey, man, no. it's cool. You know, no. and, and, and you and all I'm saying is that I just would say sometimes you can go, you know what, man, dude, for like four people, five people, this is pretty sick because it's a cool little it's a cool little do it yourself operation. It's no, just, you're right. You're right. But you know what really, really excites me more than anything in the world? Be there. What? Yeah, I'm right here. I, this, I'm going to tell, tell you, I'm going to tell the world what, what goes on in my head. <clears throat> what goes on in my head that I replay in my head all the time more than almost anything else as far as victories. All right? This is victory uh-huh. in life. Hitting a grand slam in the last inning in a wiffle ball tournament in Chester, New Jersey, <laughs> where the guy who I was playing against walked off. He was under his team was undefeated, and as he walked off the field, you know, with his forty-year-old guys, guys that he got from a professional wiffle ball team, and he was mowing everyone. And he walked off the field and he looked right at me, right at my friend Dan, uh, Dan Reardon, Chester, New Jersey, and my other, two, my other two teammates. And he said, are you scared, Brewer? Are you scared? And Dan Reardon turned to me and he said, you know, uh, James, he calls me James. James, uh, you know, they've been killing everyone. And I just looked at Dan with all the confidence in the world and I said, he hasn't faced pitching. And he hasn't faced real hitting. And it was two to one pitching duel in the last inning. And it was him versus me. And there was about 50 to 60 year old guys, 50 to 60, not year old, 50 to 60 guys and women watching this event, chirping, yelling. Uh, making fun of my team. Make, and we're in his backyard. His backyard. <laughs> and the bases where he had an 0-2 pitch. No balls, two strike. I'm one strike away from losing this thing. And I knew he's going to get wild. I read him. I saw the rage in his eyes. He could taste it because he let the ego get the best of him. He went, I've got a hundred million. I've got one million views. I am the champion of the world. He already was drinking the champagne, Joe. And I knew he couldn't concentrate. And he went ball one, ball two, ball three. Foul ball. Foul ball. And the next pitch, 
I put over the fence, threw the bat about 300 yards up in the air because I have that power. That, those are the moments that excite me more than a million views, uh, getting to be in in a film or anything like that. Those moments of playing, and even though we won, uh, that playing, those are the moments that play over and over and over my head. So there, Dude, I let you in I, a little. I, I, I let you I, in okay. on a little bit right. of me. All right, I get, it. I get. It. Okay, I get it. But I, get, I am I, at the work. I am at that point at work where I'm like, you know what? I love this crew so much. I want to start doing little things. So maybe that's not. Uh, maybe that's the next thing because I think we got a killer team. Well, it goes back to what I just said at the beginning, dude. Like I said, dude, you'll do a show. Well, everything will be ah, and then someone brings pizza backstage, and you get excited, just like the wiffle ball story you told. Yes, there you go. I seriously thought you were gonna lay something heavy on me right now. Like I'm gonna tell you something, dude. My father once said to me, and then instead you went down wiffle ball world, and that I, I gotta say, I was a little thrown off. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were. I knew you weren't I mean, expecting I, that. I love, I love that you know the names of these guys. Like you're talking oh, yeah. about, like your listeners are like, oh Jerry, oh yeah, yeah. Jerry and Chester. Yeah, I know who he yeah. is. <laughs> Anthony Chester, he knows who he is. Matter of fact, yeah. we went to Vegas a couple. I was playing Vegas, and he came to visit me with a bunch of friends. This is a true story. Now, this is a guy who's extremely successful. He runs a lot of a lot of PC Richards. I mean, that's a big company, big company, and a great human being. Um, and we're in Vegas, and I'll never forget what he, I'll never forget what he said to me. He was all hammered up in my room. It was a bunch of, and he went, "I think of that game every day." And I went, "I do too." And we just laughed hard. Anyway, um, I love that. I yeah, love it. Those are the great. Moments. I'm gonna start. You know what, dude? You know what? I'm gonna say this right now. Maybe I'm missing out, and the reason I gotta I gotta stop doing what I'm doing. And I'm gonna go find some dudes to play wiffle ball. So I'm no, gonna get out of here. No, no. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Go catch a surf. No. Hey, brother. I'll see you soon. All right. Much love. Later. Thanks for having me, brother. Bye. Later. Oh my God, Joseph is so funny. <laughs> how funny is he? Oh, he's awesome. You can't, Joe. you can't even. I love how. Like he just jumps into it. There is no. And that's the side of Joe Sib that I can't wait to see on the stage. It's like coming out slower and slower. But natural Joe Sib is so naturally funny. And he's authentic. He's got his own words and everything. Anyway, this year is going to be, in my opinion, I think this year is going to be absolutely Bonker. I don't. I don't even know what to expect. I really. I don't think anyone knows what to expect. But what what I do know is the less and less and less you pay attention to politics and news and entertainment that includes sports. Which, for some of you, that's just that heroin is too much. You can't, you can't, you can't undo the heroin. It's amazing. They say heroin's addicting. So is watching sports. And I'm not saying you shouldn't or whatever. I, I was a crazy. Uh, I was I was there, and I'm not. I I don't want to be the guy that says you know I stopped drinking, so all of you should you know. Um, but if you really think of the thought process 
of how much energy you put in your life towards something that has zero invested in yours. You'll sit there and wait all week, all season, all year to put your focus, emotions, and energy into, for, for 90% of uh, humanity, into teams that are losers. They're not winning that. They're lose. You know they're going to lose. That is such a brilliant way to control people's lives and energy. Wow. What a brilliant way to advertise everything you want them to see and be inspired by and, and, and commercialize. What, I got to say, they, but the less you pay attention to that, the less you pay attention to news, the less you pay attention to politics. Because the last few years have ripped everyone apart. Everyone apart. And it's so easy just to say, let's have a fight. It's so easy. To me, that's a cop-out. Where the real strength is going to come from all of us to go, we've all been played hard. We've all been played hard. Left, right, uh, liberal, conservative, Republican, Democrat. We, it's, it's a, we've been played hard. And you know who that has affected the most? How many people don't talk to their families anymore? I've got issue with, with, with a lot of family. They have issue with me. How many people don't associate with other people because of politics? Think about that. You know, and, and it, so what is the alternative? What do we do? How much of our lives are consumed with what's going to happen with our country in 2024? How much of your life is consumed with that? That's a serious question that you have to ask yourself. And then the other question I'll ask you is, how much of your life is consumed with making um, life better without it and focusing on your family? Imagine using 5% of your energy because you can't wait for the Eagles game and maybe they'll get this guy and if they win this game, then they'll win the next game and then maybe the Chiefs, if they do that, think of all that energy you're putting in and then what, you know, what do you, at the end of the day, what do you do? Oh, what about my shirt? I'll put my shirt on, I'm going to walk around a bar and let everyone out wear the champs. Which is, you know, it's exciting. <laughs> it's like if you're someone who never even watches uh, any sports. Now I understand. I never understood those people that were like, I'm not into sports. I always thought they were weird and freaks. But now I get it. Now I, now I understand. And they'd always have like this crooked smile as they stared at me. Like, oh, yeah, I don't watch that stuff. 
something. And I'm like, oh, well, you're just too cool for it. Now I get it. Now I get it. But the family, 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 family. And the thing is, when it comes to family, it doesn't mean your blood-related relative. Who's your family right now? Who's your, you got a serious situation. Who do you call? That person's your family. Who do you call and go, hey, man, I got a serious situation with my daughter. Um, XYZ is going on and uh, my wife. Who do you call? That is family. Now, some of us have family, and I started thinking about this. And listen, I'm not a doctor. I don't know nothing. And I need to practice what I preach, and I'm going to do my very best to do so. I'm not going to, I'm not saying this is going to be easy. But what I did notice is even on New Year's Eve, I wouldn't look at the TV whatsoever. I just wouldn't look at it. I wouldn't look at it. And then if you really, at the end of the day, and you're like, turn, no, like, what are we, like, what are we doing? It's just another day. It's another day. It's another day. In my in, in my world. So we need to focus so hard on family because that's the only thing that's going to connect all of us. Um, and I truly believe that. We focus on our family and we focus on our everyday lives which is such a necessity, not just for us, but for everyone around us. And you, you build that home first, and you build that small community around you, that community meaning two people, four people, six people, the whole neighborhood. And, and anytime politics comes up, because politics, let me explain to you what politics, these words are words to cover up what it really is. Let's just go common sense. Let's talk common sense. If I were to say to you, these two guys are like gonna come to your house, a couple guys, a couple women are gonna come to your house and just make sure, you know, they're gonna protect you all the time and they're gonna make sure things won't, uh, run great for your family. And you go, okay. But um, whatever you go out and earn, they're going to collect half. Like, all right, well, what, what do I get? Oh, uh, I don't know. Once in a while, they run around the block and they start a fight and they want to use two of your kids to go over there and fight their fight. Okay. And they, and they want to take half your money. And then with the half of money you're left, every time you spend some money, they're going to take it. Would you not say these people are criminals? That's a criminal. Explain to me how that's not a criminal. Explain to me whoever is in our government, our offices, our Fed, whoever is in there, how do they get to stay there for 30 years, 20 years, 10 years? And how do they go in with one amount of money and leave with hundreds of millions while you are wiping one of your parents asses while you are working two three jobs 
because maybe your kid has a side effect from something they took that they were told they have to take. Maybe your child was sent to a war that was a lie. And you're okay. You're okay. You're not pissed. But what you're watching, oh, we lost by that call. That pisses you off, and that'll make you fight? That pisses you off. I can't believe the, the referee was, there's, so if a kid, your, your child, your brother, your sister, your wife comes home from a war that was 100% a lie. I can't believe that call. Are you serious? But you're going to wait the next two years when you get the office back or the next four years when he gets in, he's going to solve all the problems. All your problems are at home. We have to. We have to realize we've all been played. Now, there's common sense and all that, but I'm telling you, and, I, and I'll give you, I'll give you, for instance, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I'm going to be straight up. I haven't talked to some of uh, my family, not talked, but like, I don't want to be around them. Why? Because all they do is talk politics and all they do is want to debate. And it, it, it's, it's, it's a disease. It's really a disease. You know, my, my, my wife called one of her relatives and uh, the relative, who the relative, she has just wanted this relative's acceptance there, uh, her whole life. That's all she's ever wanted. Um, but the relative can't see that because there's two wound up in, you know, she'll, she'll call and say, hey, how you doing? And all I remember is, when um, she brought it up the other day, she was so upset. She was so mad. She was so hurt. She's like, you know, I called to say, how is everyone? Next thing you know, it's like, oh, Florida, you know, they, they got guns down there. People should have guns. And now we're talking about gun control. How many years do you going to bicker and debate about that? And how many years, how many more times are you going to bicker about abortion and pro-life and the, and the border? How many times are you going to go round and round with that and think you know what you're talking about? Because you don't know what you're talking about. You're nothing but a cockatoo. We're all cockatoos. We stare at the screen and go, <laughs> You see how many people that uh, uh, they should take the guns away. Uh, you know how many children are murdered. Cockatoos. Uh, and this banana's going farther. He don't know what he's talking about. The governor. He didn't know who he's talking about. But he can't wait to hear. How many of us can't? Wait to take the information we hear from, we'll call it the, the hot chick some. If you're, it's basically someone you're super attracted to, whether it's through hate, hate speech, or like, you know, the, the other side is a bunch of 
dirty, filthy animals, and they everything they do is like filthy and animal. And you like hearing that. You like hearing that. And then you can't wait to hear that and get infested with it. And then you can't wait to go and you're gonna you're gonna show so and so who's smarter. God, our egos are crazy. I'm educated. I love when people say that. But when we get away from that and we just focus on family, those are some of the greatest feelings I believe all of us ever have. And I'll give you, for instance, you know, I have a, I have a sister-in-law and I, I have to hand it to her. I have to hand it to her. She would have Christmas Eves. She always has Christmas Eve. And every Christmas Eve, um, she'd have the entire family and whoever was there participate in games. And at first I'd be like, oh, God. And then by the time you're in it, we would have so much fun laughing our asses off. And it doesn't matter. You know, we would have a 90 year old a couple 70 year olds the teenagers the little kids the 40 year olds for any age can participate any gender can participate anyone can participate boy girl doesn't matter and you know all right you gotta squat down pick up the balloon between your legs crawl across the floor and drop on a balloon if you don't go in the bucket put the bucket on your head and run around three times we she would always have these games and we would laugh so hard so hard and at the end of the day she just brought the entire team together didn't matter what your politics were didn't matter how much you believe in getting the shot I believe in science. Well, I, you know, it doesn't matter. All that's put aside. And you realize that's the thing that connects us. And then those walls break down. And then you ask, how's your mother? She's doing all right? Well, you know, she's getting older. Like, um, it's hard for her to get the groceries. You know what? I'm not working on Wednesdays. I should, you know what? I'm going to go there. Let me, what am I doing? Am I, let me go Wednesday and pick up some groceries for your, for your mother. And it's, uh, this one's lonely. Who's lonely? Uh, I don't want up the street. She's always, it's my aunt. You know what? Let's, let's go visit them just for an hour. We'll bring them bagels. Bring them a little something. Years ago, we didn't have therapy. We had friends. We had family. We have to find something this year. And I, I, I say we start with focusing on family or things that, that you cannot bring up politics. So what's the difference between, because no one trusts voting anymore. Do you honestly believe in voting? Does anyone out there believe in voting? Does anyone, after what you saw, and I don't care if you love Trump, you hate Trump, you hate Biden, you love Biden. I don't care what you think you are, what team you joined, and what team, oh, I've always been a Democrat. Well, aren't you special? 
You joined a team. Good for you. Rah, rah. How many times are you going to be disappointed in this nonsense? We've all been scammed. Crooks rule our lives. Crooks rule our lives. They steal your money. They take it. They start fights. They want to bring our children. They tax us. I thought we free, I thought we freed ourselves from England. Why are they our best friends? Or did we not free ourselves and we got conned? Or is it the banking system? Whatever it is, doesn't matter. We're going to have to find something that connects everyone. Like quick. Because they're going to distract the living daylights out of you. And, and, and the fact that people, I want to I play this clip real quick. Um, let's just, let's just play this real quick. Play, Mike, play the Julian Assange. This is, this is, before you even play this, I've been saying this from the beginning of time. You could go back to even some of my stand-up pieces way back when, when I saw it as clear as day, you'd have the news and on the bottom, they were scrolling, scroll, read the bottom, read the bottom, read the bottom, read the bottom. Someone tried to steal that bit from me, but that's another whole story. Um, read the bottom, read the bottom, read the bottom. And it's like, they want your attention 24 seven. Why do they want your attention? Oh, it's for entertainment. It's just so no, it's not. It's something a lot deeper, a lot more cynical in my opinion. Did we trade for so-and-so yet? God, if we could just get so-and-so, then, then we, we should be able to get the playoffs. Um. <laughs> and once you tap out, you realize how goofy it is. You really realize how goofy it, it, it all is. Did you see the new Netflix series? They're telling us everything. <laughs> just watch that series they're saying everything's awesome it's already said like the electric cars are gonna be blowing up and like covering the the bridges and and obama made it what happened to his chef it's the kardashians <laughs> it's the kardashians everybody Politics, Karda everything's the Kardashians. Kardashians not real. Reality TV is not real. When are you going to understand that? The boyfriends, the cook, the, they're, they're all actors. It's produced. It's edited. They're casted. They're allowed to say reality. You, we've all been conned of what a reality is. And to me, the, the one of the biggest sources, even without this, there is no government because this keeps government powerful and alive and keeps us all constantly in this madness game, this godless game, this unspiritual game, this soulless game, this vanity game, this ego game, this false idol game, all very dangerous. Listen to what this guy says. I think the media is 
in general terms, one of the most destructive forces that has ever existed. It has led to nearly every war that we've had, certainly the wars by democracies, all the big wars that you can name, at least in the post-World War II period, and to a degree, uh, even in World War II, were built up, their populations were mobilized on the back of lies, from the Gulf of Tompkins incident, to the Iraq war, to the Gulf war. So the, the average death count per journalist, I did a, a calculation for US journalists recently, is something like 130 killed per journalist as a result of them not treating their function seriously or claim societal function seriously, which is to provide the truth, uh, and instead spreading propaganda and lies of the major power establishments in the countries that they're in. Now, he says it plain as day, and you can't get any more truthful to everything he just said, in my opinion. It, it, why would you live? And I, this is this is where I'm I'm begging you as society to check yourself. To check yourself, how bad do you need to hear what these paid shills are saying on the screen? Whether it's NBC, CNBC, Fox, ABC, they're all one big program to suck your energy, make you fight. We have to stop. If they lied about one thing, you keep listening? You keep listening? Why? Now they're going to tell the truth? Oh, now, you know what? They lied for the last hundred years about wars and weapons of mass destruction. And yeah, a bunch of us came back with no limbs and PTSD. And yeah, we're not going to help them. We're going to we're going to get money and, and go stop Russia from taking over the world and send a billion dollars. And oh, wow, this politician has one hundred million dollars now. And this politician has three hundred million dollars now. And this one's got two hundred fifty million. Oh, here's a guy who plays baseball. He's got eight hundred billion dollars because he throws the ball really good and he hits the ball really good and he sells a lot of t-shirts while you the republican you the democrat you the liberal you the activist you the human being get soccered someone's holding the back of your head right now that's 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 all of us you got to turn your back on it all of it. Don't get on the bus. We have to find something this year. And every time someone brings up, you know, I, I joked around when we, you know, first like, we can't find the supplies. What a joke that was. We got no supplies. I said, then. If you hate Trump so much, but would you love him if all the Trump supporters were able to get the boats and go get the supplies? And we should have a reality show where it's uh, uh, if you hate, hate Trump lovers, Trump haters, get them on one boat and they got to go out to sea for an hour and they can only talk about family. And every time they bring up politics, they get immediately tossed overboard. <laughs> You're thrown walk over the plank. You got to walk the plank. Every time, you know, you're sitting there you're like, you know, my sister. Well, that's because Trump. Oh, walk the plank. 
walk the plank. Doctor Two, I know facts and figures. Trust the science. Trust the science. The minute people start doing that, walk the plank, and you gotta drop in the water, make it back to land, and then you gotta start all over again until you learn. You don't know what you're talking about, and you're being played. And that's not going to connect us. It's just going to divide us. That's it. It's just going to divide you. And if we approach everything of, of some, some way a loving manner, you know, I, you, you take any harsh subject. It's not to be lumped into. They love lumping things into a group. They love labeling. The minute you hear labeling, you're be you're you you're already walk the plank, walk the plank. In the water you go, throw them a life vest, bring them back to shore. They got to start all over. All you can talk about is real life situations, real life situations, and how you can help one another. So the next time you feel yourself getting ready to be divided, now sometimes people can't. They they they. They want to bring something up and they won't they won't allow the conversation to go into family. They won't allow the conversation to go to their heart. You know, you know, our hearts are when we allow our hearts to lead. So many of us are be, are afraid of um, being hurt. You know, being hurt emotionally sucks, but that shouldn't allow you not to love again because love is worth that incredible, beautiful, awesome, graceful feeling. No matter how many times you've been hurt. I understand if you're reluctant, but, and some people just can't, they can't, they can't let that go. And if they can't, if you bring it up to them and they can't, they just, you gotta go, hey man, we'll talk another time. I love you and I hope your mom stays well and I hope your your marriage is doing okay and if you need any help with the kids, you let me know and keep me updated on what's going on. If they want to stay in the politics and they want to stay in the debates, let them. They're not ready yet. They're not ready yet. And every time they come, it's like a it's like a kid. You know how a little kid comes up to you like, "I want cookie." I want, yeah, I want a cookie. I don't want, well, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. And they're dropping on the floor. It's the same, some, someone talking about politics. They're dropping on the floor and they're rolling around. Like, I can't even believe it. They did this and they did that. Just like, oh my God, look, there's a bird flying away. You got to distract them. You got to distract them. Bring them back to reality. Bring them back to life. Bring them back to what's pure. What is pure? And I truly believe every single one of us as beings human being being all of us have beings have so much power within so much beauty within so much inspiration within the spirituality that we're all born with our basic instinct is taken out of us from the moment we're born. And this whole system is designed to do that. And the minute you realize, we all realize, 
it still all exists in all of us and how powerful it is and how beautiful it is and how healing it is. We will never need politics ever again. We will never need to watch any of the television again. We will never need what we call entertainment we ever again because we have everything we need from within. And I don't care what religion you are, what book you read to get you to the almighty. We all got to start somewhere. All right? So let's make this year no politics. Let's focus on the family. Let's focus on uniting. We're going to need it. We're going to need it. Um, I'll end this by playing a Richard Aronovich <laughs> clip. Uh, he's going to be doing a show March 9th with us at the Paramount in Long Island. It's going to be one that I'm hoping he absolutely murders, comes out, dancing, crushes, then does his stand-up, leaves, and then he starts being able to do his own shows like that. I think it's, it's, uh, it's got great potential. It can go either way, but I think it's going to do well. Um, send each other funny videos. Send each other pet videos. That's another thing. Hospitals. They should have... Any hospital, why are they always white wall? I get maybe, I don't understand, white walls and all that stuff. Let's, uh, I used to, I remember I bring my wife, my wife and I go to like the cancer facilities and all that. Like why, they should have puppies playing on screens or or peaceful uh, like nature shots and stuff like that. They should have that, uh, it's just, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. All right. Much love to everyone. Thanks for hanging out in the Bruniverse. Uh, go to jimbrew.com. Coming to Texas for a couple cities, and I hope you guys come to see the show. I'm pretty stoked about it. And I'm starting to plan my um, fall tour where it's going to be a very, I believe, I'm not sure what to call it yet, but it's going to be very powerful real-life testimonials. And when I say testimonial, I'm not talking a, a religion. I'm not talking... Matter of fact, I think everyone out there that uses that term, I'm not religious, but and they got that, but it's going to be beautiful for them. It's going to be very beautiful for them. Uh, I've been wanting to do this for years and years and years. And I don't care if there's two people in the audience. If, if just, if one of them are moved, healed, touched spiritually, then um, it's going in the right direction. Happy New Year, everyone. See you next week on The Bruniverse. Take care, Mike. If you'd like to check out this episode, Uncut and Uncensored, head on over to my Patreon page at jimbrewer.com slash Patreon. Hey, this is Jim Brewer, and I got my own Patreon page, and hopefully you'll check it out. Live comedy concert streamed once a month. Early access to the Bruniverse podcast every single week, and that bonus footage and bonus segments. I promise you I'm not going to let you down. Go check out my official Jim Brewer Patreon page, and I'll see you there.